Hey friends, it's Shawna, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca and welcome to Simple Saturdays. This is a bonus op <laughs> a bonus episode, a bonus episode of Simple Saturdays. I had a blog post come up this week and um, I usually don't do regular blog posts. I just kind of stick to the Simple Saturday bi-weekly schedule, but I had an exciting one to share with you guys. So I wanted to make sure you've got it in podcast land as well. In this episode, we're going to be talking about organizing our homes. Sorry, I'm clapping my hands. <laughs> I'm really excited. And this isn't about making people feel like they're not organized enough or to tell you the right and wrong way to do it. But this is just to talk about some of the pitfalls that can make us feel like we're not organized people. And then we kind of give up on organizing altogether. So most moms I know and most moms I life coach, when we talk about the vision we have for our home and the home we want, we use words like tidy, organized, welcoming, um, easy to keep clean. These are things that we crave. We want to walk into our space at the end of the day and feel peaceful. We want to wake up in the morning and there's not like dishes everywhere and we can't find the lunch bags and we can't find the mitts and all these things. We don't want to spend our lives looking for things and moving piles around and just feeling overwhelmed by our homes. And our solution is organization. We know that it can solve problems and often it has this added bonus of making things look nice. So we save pins about closet organizing and we follow Instagram accounts with inspirational pantries. There's even one that has like rainbow color coded pantries. It is so beautiful. So we pin all the pins and we buy the containers and we label the jars, but we still aren't organized. The problem isn't that we suck at organizing or our family ruins everything or that we need more storage. So before you keep on that story in your head that you just aren't an organized person and you've tried it all and you're ready to quit, I just want to encourage you to listen to these five mistakes that I have made that have kept me from organizing well and believing all these stories. Because I know what it feels like to beat yourself up for not being able to manage the paper clutter, the papers are piling up, you get lost when you open up the storage closet in just a mountain of kids clothes, you lose things, you don't know where they went. But over the years of decluttering my home, I have learned that organization is always possible. What we need to be mindful is of the story we're telling ourselves that we suck at decluttering, it's never gonna work, this system doesn't work, everyone's doing it wrong, and also be mindful of why it's not working. What kind of things can we tweak? What kind of mistakes might we be making that can hold us back? Becoming aware of these things that have been tripping me up has helped me to put in new systems, new routines, new organization like materials that have worked for us and it didn't require me to go and buy one of everything from Ikea and give hourly training sessions to everyone in my family on how to use the pantry. So I'm going to share with you five mistakes that I've made when it comes to organizing. I have 10 mistakes that we commonly make when it comes to organizing. I do have 10 but I have put five here and there's another five in a cheat sheet that you can get when you go to the website and just put in your email and I'll email it to you. So if you want all 10, stop by the website. There's a link in the show notes to the cheat sheet. Stop by and get your copy. So let's go with the first 10 here together. First one is not decluttering first and surprise, surprise, I would say this. Joshua Becker, who writes at Becoming Minimalist, has a book called More of Less and he has a famous quote in that book that floats around the internet and that is, you don't need more space, you need less stuff. Man, that rings true for me because I remember eight years ago moving into the house we have now and feeling sad that there was no walk-in closet. It was just that basic 1970s like double door closet. That's all we had. 
And if you've stopped by my Instagram lately, you've seen a before and after of the transformation our closet and dresser area has taken. But I remember feeling like there's just not enough storage space. And as I decluttered and pared down so much of what I didn't need, I didn't use, I didn't want, I don't need a walk-in closet. And this quote of having less stuff rings so true because we can buy cute bins and baskets and extra closet storage units, but it's just moving our stuff around from one place to another. It helps us to hide our stuff. Having storage just helps us to delay taking action and actually simplifying our homes. So if this is a problem for you, here's something you can try. When you are ready to organize any space, be it a pantry, a closet, a underneath the bathroom counters, declutter it first. Then you aren't left just sorting all of your crap into cute bins. You are sorting what you want to keep into systems and piles and categories that make sense to you. Number two is organizing before evaluating. And if you have decluttered a space, you probably realize that now you get to use it a bit differently. All of the areas we've decluttered in our homes, like the office or the basement playroom, they drastically changed after we decluttered them. We got rid of furnitures, we moved out crap and storage boxes, and now we had a new space. And we had to take time to learn how we wanted to use it. This issue felt painfully true for me when we renovated um, a home office that we had you can see it on my Instagram in the story highlights, the process that we took from reclaiming what was kind of a storage room, a guest room, into an office space where I have a few other things like the piano and the treadmill. But it took me about six months to maneuver how I wanted the desks to be, where I wanted to store things. And I was so tempted to just finish the space, um, buy the cute bins, buy the cute like office decor, and put it on the internet but I couldn't because I didn't know how I wanted to use it yet. And if I would have gone out and buy all of the adorable organizing bins and furniture, then I would be very stuck in what was possible for me and how I used the space. If you don't take the time to see how your space is best used and how you wanna use it and how you wanna lay it out, you will struggle to make your space work for an organizing system rather than buying an organizing system, bins, containers, that kind of thing, that work for your space. So if this is a mistake that you might be making, give yourself some time, weeks, months, whatever, and observe how you want to use the space. Edit out the furniture, refine the layout of the room, and then buy the organizing solutions. Number three is putting too many uses or too many things in one place. And for years, I had this hutch upstairs in my kitchen. It was like a big wall of pantry units with a desk and hutch in the middle. And I thought it was so clever and so smart. And it became a place that I put everything. There was papers to be filed. There was kid craft supplies, um, office accessories, like things that belong in an office, my laptop. There was candles. There was batteries. There was more. And I always felt crappy that I could not keep it organized. And then I realized I was using it for too many things and cramming it way too full. And there's a picture on the blog post of that hutch if you wanna stop by and see it. It is not ideal to smush so many things together because they all require different storage, different maintenance, they are used at different times and different frequencies. And you're just left with this space that is constantly rummaged through and there's not enough room in it to organize and maintain it. So if this is a situation you're facing, something you can try is to look at what drawers and cupboards feel like you just can't keep them tidy 
and ask what really belongs here? Is there a better home for it? For us, we had to separate a lot of the uses that we had with the hutch. So many of the things that I used for home office, quote unquote, went down into my home office. We have a separate cabinet now for craft supplies, you know, batteries all kept in a separate drawer. And this isn't about just spreading your crap over the house. It's about putting things in categories that make sense. So if things are used a lot less, they can go into a different place than things that are used so frequently. And number four, not organizing in a way that works for you, but probably looks good on Pinterest. And number three is definitely a reflection of this mistake. So when you're looking at ideas online on Pinterest and Instagram, you're going to feel inspired by how people are organizing their spaces. And I want you to remember two very important things. Number one, most of these accounts are paid to make this content. They are receiving compensation to promote the products. They are attracting a community of followers by how they can solve problems and maintain a space. It is a photo or a video that is often staged for that moment, and it doesn't always look like that. The other thing I want you to keep in mind is that what works for someone else might not work for you. And this is so important to remember because when we are facing a system that we've put in place, but it doesn't work for how we like to live in our space or use our space, we are going to end up trying to fight harder to make it work, likely give up, and just cue that mental narration about how we suck at organizing. So a solution for you here is to use Pinterest and Instagram for inspiration. But when you want to put it into action in your home, really assess what's going to work about it and what's not. What do you like about it and what do you not like about it? You need to know a little bit more about yourself and how you like to store things. Is it out of sight? Is everything visible? How do you like to put things away? Do you prefer a hook versus a hanger? Do you like an open shelf versus a cupboard? Do you like a basket or do you like a container with a lid? These are all things for you to consider to make this system work for you. And consider the maintenance. Do you like to portion things out into smaller containers? I don't. Do you like to have a clear rotation of first in, first out? How do you like to organize things? Do you want a rainbow colored pantry? Do you not? There's just so much to consider that you can figure out along the way. You don't have to do it all right now. It is trial and error. So pay attention on what's working for you, what you like and what you don't like and tailor it as you go. And number five, the last one, and I feel like it's the biggest one next to not decluttering first, is not maintaining it. Organization is not set it and forget it. I wish it was. Buying all the bins and labeling them, putting in the cupboard, doesn't automatically transform you into an organized person. Because being organized has two requirements. The first one is organizing the space. The second one is keeping it organized. After all, we live in our homes, we use them. And my pantry might look great on a Sunday night, but by Friday evening, there's like a trail of snack wrappers leaking out of it and a collection of chick bags and the soup is put with the cereal and nobody can find the ketchup. We need to remember that it takes maintenance to keep organized and the higher we use a space, the higher the maintenance is required. So here's what to do about this problem. Pay attention to the areas that feel like they're falling apart and try to add in daily, weekly, monthly routines to help you maintain it. So those are my top five. And I want you to remember, being organized involves a lot of things. And we don't need to beat ourselves up if it does not come fast or easy. Just remember, this is the long game of making your house a home and learning about yourself, what you want in your home, how you want to run it. 
over time, you will learn to change habits, try out new systems, create routines for yourself and your family. It does take time, it takes intention, and it means sticking it out for the long run, but it is always doable. So stop by the website and get your free cheat sheets on the top 10 common mistakes we make when organizing our homes. There is an explanation of what it is and an action to take on how to resolve it. Thanks for joining me on this bonus episode, and I do want to bring your attention to the Facebook community group. In that community group, we have been doing live mini workshops, and so far we have done two. We have done one on simplifying your wardrobe, some myths you might believe that hold you back from simplifying your closet, and we've done another one on decluttering your kitchen, where I give a quick tour of my kitchen and some tips on how you can get started with the cluttering in your kitchen. So stop by the show notes. There is a link to the Facebook group, but please only join that Facebook group if you are ready to be engaged in a Facebook community group. If it's just another group you join and follow and don't get engaged in, then keep your life simple and don't join it. I can still send you a replay of the Decluttering Your Kitchen workshop if you like. Just find me on Instagram at simpleonpurpose.ca and send me a message that you would like a copy of it. I'll send it your way. All right, have a great week. Talk to you later.